The mares in black celebrate diversity, inclusion, equity, and respect in the model horse hobby. In upholding the stories and accomplishments featuring people of color, the LGBTQIA community, people with disabilities, and other systemically oppressed populations, we seek to strengthen our community through empathy and understanding. Different perspectives and experiences make this hobby a richer place. Hey everybody, this is Heather with the Mirrors in Black, and after a long break, um, this is the newscast for the end of April. Um, this is the Model Horse Podcast for Hobbyists by Hobbyists, and I am joined by the ethereal Jacqueline Arns. Hello, Rossi, hello. Bo Bossy. Yeah, I feel like every time we get into like, we're like, we hit a groove, and we're like, yeah, we're in a groove. We're, we're playing ahead. Like, that's when we hit a pothole. We, like, we were uh, really good before I went away. We, were, we, we were had stuff, good. we had stuff stacked up into so there would be no interruptions. And then, and then, uh, uh, and then, then we there were a, interruptions. And then there was a giant sinkhole. And then there was a giant sinkhole. So we haven't released anything for a month. Now, that won't matter when this comes out because we'll have yeah. stuff out by then. But that's why there's been such a lag um, mm. because I had a... I had a member of my family die unexpectedly, my stepfather, and uh, I had to pick pick up and run away to Louisiana for a week. And while I was down there, I hurt my knee pretty bad, and I couldn't fly back, and Josh had to come get me and drive me yeah. back. And now I've been hobbling around for, you know, I think it's been two weeks since I've come back, and yeah. I'm finally, like, I started out in a wheelchair, and then I was in a walker, and now I'm on a cane, so... All right. um, so it's been good times, like woo. And I just have the same old. I hate my job, and here's why. Here's here's the stupid thing they're doing this month. Like, here's the... Well, you went to Hawaii. You can talk about that. I did go to Hawaii. Uh, went to Hawaii um, because you know we had the op- we had the chance to go see Weird Al twice in Hawaii, and you know when the dates got announced. I went to Dave and said, we should do this. And he was like, oh, because you know, we're also planning this cruise later in this year. And he's like, oh, you know, we already had this big trip planned. And I'm like, I know, but I really, this is a light once in a lifetime thing. Right. We should do this. Uh, and it might be a once in a lifetime thing, given sure. how stuff went with them. Um, but uh, we went, we went, I was like, we should go for a little bit of a longer time because it's going to be two islands. Um, so we went early, went to Oahu. Spent some lovely time on Oahu, saw Weird Al the next day, boarded a plane, flew 40 minutes to Maui, saw Weird Al, spent a few days in Maui, spent two days in Hana, which is this little tiny town that there's nobody there, and it's amazing. And, like, we had this beautiful... Dave got got this, like... Hotel is not the right word for it. It was, like, little cabins, and um, ours faced the ocean... And like, but it was like up, face the ocean. And so we just like left the screen door open and, you know, slept like watching the sun rise. I just, I it was just, like, I it was like, how did, yeah, I'm like, how did, how did people like, this is amazing. This is incredible. Um, but while we were out there, so we get there and, um, I'm not going to reveal the whole story, but, uh, Steve J, who is Al's bass player and is the oldest guy in the band, had a heart attack the yeah. night, the morning of the Oahu show. So terrible. So yeah, terrible. He's okay. 
but um, they were flying his son in because his son had played with, had filled in for some other stuff when Steve wasn't available for something and um, knew the songs because it's all Weird Al originals. It's not right. like they're going to play cover songs. And um, so they were flying him out like they, they at the show, they like basically stalled for time for like an hour until miles <laughs> arrived from the airport. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they, they what we heard later was that if miles couldn't have done it, they would have to cancel the shows because oh my gosh. who's going to play bass. You know, there's no, they don't have anything they can teach here. We need to teach you how to play there to be stupid, but not the album version, a different version we made up, you know, right. like, um, so yeah, so like, like, but like Steve J's 70, we know they're not going on the road next year. Yeah. Maybe this is, I mean, like, again, this could be it. Yeah, this could be it. I mean, Al is the baby of the band and he is going to be 64 this year. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, perhaps you've seen the last of crazy touring with them. I don't know. But, uh, you know, but I got home and yeah, it's been home. Um, oh, there's my watch telling me to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, watch. That was obnoxious. Um, what's been going on? Oh, the tear. Oh, Tears of the Kingdom hype has finally gotten started, and it's like up to eleven. And you, you what? Took a week off. Two. Good for you. Two weeks. I'm so excited. I'm gonna just because when I played Breath of the Wild, like this is when I was working at Rutherford and I had the late night schedule. So I would come home at like ten or eleven o'clock at night and be kind of like wound from work. And I could play Breath of the Wild until like two or three in the morning. Yeah. Because, you know, you go, Hey, what's that over there? And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh god, the sun's coming up. <laughs> like the actual sun is coming up. Um, so I could do the play till two or three in the morning, go to bed. And then, you know, be up for 4 p.m. to start my work shift. Like, that wasn't a problem. Um, It'll be a problem if I'm working. Because, first of all, I'll be at work and just be like, <laughs> I need to get home. <laughs> I need to go Jones home. like a junkie. I need to Jones. Yeah, exactly. So, so excited so, for you. I'm so excited, too. I can't. <laughs> I, um, I have a video game story, but it's completely opposite from being excited. <laughs> Oh so no! I've been, been playing Dreamlight Valley on the Switch, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's it's not even it's not even a beta candidate at this point, right? I Josh has Josh says it's an alpha because oh, they're no. well because it's not yeah. been officially released, and so right. the players are playing it and bugging it for for um, and it's got lots of problems. Don't get me wrong; yeah. I mean, none of the cutscenes <laughs> yeah. are in it and everything. But they've had this latest quest, right? I, They've had about four or five releases, and the last release released Woody and Buzz. Mm-hmm. Buzz is so annoying to start off with. <laughs> Great. But, I mean, I think that's the character. But at any rate, he has, you know, the little green aliens that come out of yeah, the claw the little, machine? Yep. So he has a quest, right, that you have to go. It's a fetch quest, right? you got to find these aliens scattered yep. all over the, the village they're either in people's mm. houses or blah, blah, blah. There's three stages to it. So I'm in the second stage where they're all in people's houses. And I've, I've found them all except for one. And I just think they're making it extra hard because they're screwing with me. And mm. then um, I keep going back to to Buzz's trailer because I'm trying to... There's music that plays in there that kind of has a xylophone sound, like a tinkly yep. sound. But it sounds irregular. And, I, and I'm like... 
I feel like that's the sound of one of those things that, yeah. that it makes, you know, because it's got sparkles all around it. But it didn't occur to me to tr- turn down the music. So I got on Reddit. They have a there's a whole Dreamlight subreddit there. Mm-hmm. And I looked at like the the noted bugs and there was a whole thread of people in there saying that the last alien or the last couple of aliens were clipped out and had, <gasps> had been placed or had fallen into areas that a player couldn't get to like in furniture or oh no so I, and they were like to if you want to prove it turn the music down in your effects and go where you think it is um or oh, if you haven't found it. it look in all the places and turn the music off and you'll hear it so i went back to buzz's trailer and i uh, rv and i turned the music all the way down and there it was i heard it going so I ah. shove my head shove my head through the wall of the head of the bunk beds and there's the little son of a in the wall and I can't get to it like Josh who used to break video games for a, a, a living yeah you know took my controller and like did all the tricks he knows to try and break the clip and get enough oh wow forward progress in to to allow us to yeah. access it he couldn't do it so they were just like well just fill out a bug report and send it to game loft and so that's what I did, and I got the standard "thank you for sending us" blah blah blah. But I haven't heard anything about them patching this. There's, and there's not another release until June, so I'm just blocked. Ugh. That Which is sucks. frustrating because I can't would... finish that quest, and everything else is done but that. But yeah, that would make me crazy. Maybe. Yeah. So I well, I said that until it happened. I was like, I couldn't handle that. And now it's happened to me, and I'm like, well, what am I gonna do? Like I would, I'm, I would complain about it all the time. That's how I, <laughs> well, that's how I don't handle we things. Ha- we I have a group, right? We have a group of yeah. people called dreamlike dorks. And I went in there like, <laughs> <laughs> stupid clip, freaking alien. God, God I saw his little butt too. <laughs> I know. Like you can't, you can twist the camera around and you can see it. You can see the sparkle. You can see the thing stuffed in an area in the RV that you can't get to. Ugh. Like, God, man, suck. Um, they also have so they also have all these animals and it's a really great idea, right? That you can mm-hmm. feed the animals and the animals give you prizes and it's really cute, right? And there are tricks to getting the animals to respond to you. Like mm-hmm. the turtles you have to ring around because they're good. They go inside their their shells. And if you hang around long enough, they'll come back out and you can feed them. Mm-hmm. And the squirrels, they'll come right up to you. Um. There are rabbits that you have to chase back and forth and foxes. And you have to make sure to feed them the right thing, too. They're picky, right? You can't feed okay. a rabbit a fish. It's got to have a carrot or whatever. Oh, okay. So they, they have these damn raccoons. And these raccoons are like, they're like stray cats, right? They're like, you try and come up to them and they're like, oh, no, no. And they take off. Right? <laughs> and you can't really chase them. That doesn't work. You have to like creep up to them. And if they stand up, you have to like stop and then you. Like go a little more forward oh my and stand God. up again. But it, it, you have it, to do a stealth mission on the raccoon. Yeah, you have to do a stealth mission. And if you don't get it exactly right, they take off. And it's just such a waste of time. So, like, that's frustrating. There's a there's alligators like that. And there's ones that are even more hypersensitive in, in this bayou place um, that are uh, alligators. Mm-hmm. And they just, you know, it's just like, oh, my God, I cannot handle this. I don't have the patience for this. Like, this is dumb. This is really dumb, dude. But well, uh, trying to think of anything I'm looking forward to game wise. I am. I am currently playing uh, a link between worlds. I think this is going to be my last Zelda game before I dive into Tears of the Kingdom. 
Oh, did you see that cat simulator thing? Did Beth send us I, that? Little Kitty, Little Kitty Big City. Little Kitty Big yeah, City. Yeah, and then I saw uh, Tara posted City, something Kitty. about it, too. Tara, Tara Rich. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's 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 an indie game coming out on Switch. Um, I don't believe it's out now, but yeah, it looks cute. I think I'll just not go really back. stray, but it looks very cute. I'll go back to playing the cat game and my new Kingdom Hearts revamp. There and you forget go. Disney exists, except Kingdom Hearts. Except you're playing Disney Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> That's all the Disney. Well, there are no it? friggin' raccoons and aliens in that one. Damn it! Isn't there? A, is there not a um, Toy Story? Section? Not the original had, hadn't oh. come out. Well, oh God, maybe it had. I don't know. Yeah, but it was Pixar then. It wasn't Disney yet. That's true. That's true. They hadn't been bought. Mm. That's why it's not in there. Wow. We I was listening old. to the soundtrack today and I was like, I need to get back to playing this game. But like, it, it, so I, I hold cards very close to my chest. That's why I haven't mm-hmm. spoken publicly really about who died in my family and what was going on, all the drama yeah. behind the scenes. But I went through a period and I was so angry at my stepfather because he let a lot, a lot of stuff fall apart. He let, he hid mm-hmm. a lot of stuff from us. We didn't know how bad off my mother's memory was. Yeah. He had stopped paying bills. Um, mm-hmm. he had stopped paying taxes, like, and we had to sort all that crap out. It was super scary and frustrating, you know, cause at one point we were like, if all of this is lapsed, you know, and yeah, the house has a happen? lien on it, what the hell are we going to do? You know, how are yeah. you going to pay for mom? So, um, it's really hard to grieve somebody when you're angry at them. Right. Yep. And I'm sure you're in touch yep. with that. <laughs> um, and yeah. I still haven't, like I've cried in frustration, but mm-hmm. I haven't really cried over him yet. And I don't know when yeah. that's coming. Um, we weren't particularly close, although he was married to my mother for a long time. And mm-hmm. um, um, he was a father figure to my sister. And and it was just, you know, but I was in my rebellious, you know, early teens yeah. when he came along and he took a lot of from me. And I don't think we, you know, it wasn't something that was ever going to be 100% healable. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just that. After that happened, I, the hobby became like background noise for me, right? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I was just like, I'm, I don't feel invested in this right now, and I don't, I don't know if that's like another form of existential crisis. Like, what does it all mean? <laughs> you know? Yep. <laughs> Why am I worried about these, you know, miniature horses? And the, the interest is coming back for like, you know, but between my knee, you know, and reha- rehabbing that, and you know, all this crap with my parents, I was just like. I don't have time for this. Like, mm-hmm. and I felt kind of bad because I let a lot of stuff go by the wayside, you know, just if yeah. I could not make myself do anything. So, yeah, don't, don't beat yourself up about that. Okay. <sighs> but at any rate, I don't have a video game to look forward to. I'm sorry. Get Little Kitty Big City. I think I will. Do it. <laughs> little Kitty Big City. I think that's it. It's, it's Little Kitty Big City or Big City Little Kitty, something like that. It looks it's very cute. I, I, uh, yeah, it does look cute. I, um, I am looking forward. They dropped the trailers for, uh, Witcher 3, season oh, 3. Oh, yeah. So that looks, you know, mm. it's the last season with Henry. So, yeah. and it's in two parts. So hopefully it's good and long. Oh, my gosh. Nice. So, All right. um, so we need get nag brags and we need feature work for our social medias. You can send those to Jackie at mayorsandblack.com. That's the best way to do it. Yes. 
We and we want new artists if you know they're out there or good news or big wins, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Anything. A nag brag can be anything. Right. Anything. Just the feature work, be... we're kind of looking for like people that are like doing artwork, but um nag brag can be, you know, your favorite OF that you got when you were five. Don't care. It can be something you did on your real horse as long, you know, it your could... hobbyist. It's it's yeah. great. Share whatever. Let us know. And no new countries. No new countries. I was surprised Ooh. when I went back into Simplecast for the first time in a month. I was like, oh, hopefully we'll have something new. No. Like, nope. <laughs> As a late note, we had a great chat with Foxglory123, a.k.a. Foxy Poetry or Poe, as she likes to also be called. She's a popular YouTuber, channel personality, and brains behind the model horse drama Vengeance Rain. The show lost an important drive that holds a bunch of show content that they need to release, and they need your help to replace it, because it's expensive. We will talk with her about uh, her life, the show and its history, its current status, and how to contribute to the Save Vengeance Rain fundraiser. So we are going to take a break, and we will be back with the news. Mares in Black would like to thank our newest patrons, Megan Barry, Stephanie Van Horn, Elizabeth A., and Claire Close. And as always, our herd nerds, Allison Paris, Andrea Brigadier, Ann Field, Ann Hudson, Beth McCarley, Bree Cundiff, Candace Jean, CJC, Chris Walbrook, Cynthia Wyatt Briley, Sarah Marlowe, Darlene Stoddard, Eclectic Equines, Elaine Boardway, Gail Berg, Gina Cecchio, Grace Bachism, Haley Walker, Heather Bullock, Heather Wisner, Heather Zeiger, Jamie Rote, Jamie Stein, Jenny Lambert, Jennifer Wilson, Julie Ward, Karen Beeson, Kate Dwyer, Katie Niles, Kelly Weimer, Carrie German Johnson, Kira Matrajek, Katie Murata, Laura Heidkamp, Lisa Esping, Mackenzie Ferguson, Madison Parkinson, Mary Reardon, Megan Smith, Megan Rochelle, Melissa Addison, Melissa Loritzen, Michael Price, Nakani Mead, Rebecca Wilson, Robbie Ramirez, Sandra Gibson, Sarah Hampson, Susan Boyer, Susie Graham, Tara Rich, Teresa Bazell, and Yashka Hallen. The mayors thank you. All right, we're back with the news. We're news. News. We're gonna do. Yeah, Mares and Black News. Mares and Black News first, because it's our podcast, and the Resin Renaissance show is sold out. And has Except been for a couple out. of AA slots. Yeah, we do have. Um, yeah, we do have some amateur artists. I think four slots left for that. Yeah. And um, we are a NAN qualifier now. Yes, we just got NAN qualified last week. So Woo, huzzah! Huzzah! Thank you, Lindsay. Yes, thank you. And uh, we are our um, charity this year is they all go is the Campton Junior Equestrians. And uh, so we're looking for donations. We for are looking us, for, for donations. Raffle and 
fun stuff. And like nothing's that. too small. They're for door prizes, raffles, stuff like that. I have not yeah. been very proactive the last month, like I plan to be about advertising for donations. So consider this the kickoff of that. <laughs> yeah, the kickoff. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, we do have some NASA news this uh, this time. Uh, the Merit Award program, they're raising the, the, the prices on that. I'm trying to think when the last time the rates were raised. I am not sure. I don't it's been over. It's been over 10 years. Sure. Um, but like with, as part of the, the program, for some award levels, you can optionally buy a plaque for your horse. Um, it's going to be th- that price is going up from, I think, 30 to thirty five dollars. And uh, the, the the dollar charges for the listing and five dollars for the certificate, those are staying the same. So it's the only cost that's really charged going up is the plaque, which I'm amazed that it's taken them this long because like. When that program started, it was just a break even kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But like postage and everything else has gone up. So I can't yeah. imagine that that has been break even for a while. I mean, and there are some people that really use the the Merit Award. And I don't yeah. know how many of them, you know, go to the... I When I did Merit Awards, I got plaques for every horse that I sent in for a plaque because that's how I am. Um, but uh, But yeah. And the plaques, I mean, the plaques are the same kind of trophy you get at Nan, so they're nice. Yeah. So go for it. What else we got? Some briar, not a ton of briar news. We but, have. Uh, they had uh, a... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. So um, <laughs> I'm sure everybody is aware now that the the BB Ranch, which is the ranch that Misty of Chincoteague was born on, and Phantom mm-hmm. Wings and Stormy and you know, she's Chincoteague Pony, very famous from the Marguerite Henry books, mm-hmm. um, was being put up for sale and uh, for, what was it, 625000 I want to say, is, yeah, I think so. But like like it was being like, the, the, the other option is a developer's interested in the property, which means right. that the ranch is getting raised and condos put on it. Right. And this is, is the house. The house is where Stormy was born. Like right. that's the whole story of Stormy is how she was folding that house. Right. Um. So, uh, it was kind of slow, slow going. It's been a couple mm. months. It was kind of slow going for them. Well, they the had first- a very short time to raise the money with fundraising. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, after a, a month or so, it got into um, the bigger horse channels, like Chronicle of the Horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, carried it and some other outlets and it finally got the attention and kind of the money doubled overnight. So it's under, yeah. under contract now and they, you know, they can put the down payment on the place and uh, then the rest of the, there's a, there's a benefactor that is um, matching anything above 350, I think that they Three, make. Yeah. And he's he, like the next hundred thousand he's matching. So that, like that gets them well into um, the, you know, the, the half million mark. So. So uh, Briar uh, put together, you know, they have the Misty and uh, Stormy sculpture. They did a gold charm pinto version mm, of cute. them and put them on eBay. Um, and they sold for, I think, almost $13,000. Yes. So huzzah. Huzzah, indeed. They were pretty. We have a link to the eBay auction on the blog. And um, I missed that the custom co- contest prizes got released. I they, It was background noise for me, too, but I. Oh. 
went back time through. for a double reveal we teased you last week with these extreme close-ups oh no i did see these but i didn't know that's what they were <laughs> yeah so the traditional model is um the mustang mare um gosh what i don't remember what the first it's the it's christine lucas francis's mustang mare that's got her head up um it's called sage. kansas sage thank you forever sage it's her name is Kansas and she's a chestnut Appaloosa. So the same pattern she was released in, but chestnuts very, very pretty. Yeah, it's very pretty. And um the stablemate is the um the new galloping Arabian stablemate. Um his name is Wilmanette, and he's also chestnut with a pinto pattern. I think that's pronounced Willamette, if I'm not Willamette. mistaken. Okay, because I got I got schooled the last time <laughs> I was in the Pacific Northwest with Barb. Barb was like, oh, okay. oh, I know what it Will- looks like, but it's Willamette. Willamette. Okay, <laughs> Willamette. It's a flashy chestnut of a version of uh, Darley's original Sabino Pinto so, pattern. Yeah. So. so the champs get the big horse in best customs, and the two runners-up get the stable bait. Nice. Excellent. Okay. And then there was this whole thing about reservations versus no reservations. And when I saw this while I was at work, I went, I don't know what this means. I'll have to read it. And then I completely <laughs> forgot about it until right it. now. Oh, so this is talking about um, getting your special runs. Right. It's uh, so, redemption tickets versus reservation versus wildcard. Yeah. So basically, you're re- you, basically they're, they're going to be... VIP ticket holders get redemption tickets because VIP people have already made their decisions. Um, So you just turn those tickets in at the VIP line and there you go. Um, When the rest of us get to make our special run choices, you get a reservation ticket. So you're going to get a a ticket book. I love these ticket books, by the way. Yeah, same. Um, um, You're going to get a... They're basically... They hand them out basically on using a virtual version of how they used to do it in person. Um, So you get these reservation tickets that are in your ticket books and they correspond to the models you've been assigned. You don't have to buy them. You can. The VIP people have to pick them up because they've already paid for them. Um, If you somehow miss this uh, ticket, this special run selection thing, you get wildcard tickets. And... Those can be revealed, redeemed on the wild card line. So you go to pitch, per, you purchase your special runs from what's left over. So they can't guarantee that everything's going to be there. So, but I guess if you like the the whole, I have no idea exactly what I'm going to land on. You just don't make your choices and you get your wild cards. Huzzah! Yeah, huzzah! Um, and we'll have a link to the Briar blog so you can read that in better detail than I probably <laughs> yeah, got we, it. Because I'm right now, I can just imagine Cat McDermott is shaking her fist and screaming at me right now. Yes, that's the Spark Notes version. <laughs> uh, we just got word of spring releases. Um, oh my god! Today, today. Um, so uh, we have a link to Chelsea's model horses. The first one is Carlton Lynn. Carlton Lima, Emma, who is a uh, portrait horse of one of the Queen's fell ponies. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's black and very cute. And part of the proceeds go to the fell pony society um, in England, which is a charity of um, the late uh, queen. So Mm -hmm. um, everybody was saying they wanted uh, Briar to do one of her ponies. Um, 
and Emma's one that she rode regularly. So I think, you know, that's, that's pretty fitting. I think Emma was the one that was at, um, the funeral procession. Okay. And then, uh, the spring decorator is out (laughs) and people cried. His name is Washington. Um, he is the show jumping warm blood in a metallic blue black blanket Appaloosa with black points. He's got a little sock on his right front leg and he is glorious. Yes, he's very nice. He I'm, is not very a, nice. I'm not a um so show jumper big No. But this I, I am a sucker cool. for this blue. Yeah. Tidy bowl blue. Tie no, it's a good color. <laughs> I like it. I am not gonna knock it. Uh, nothing from nothing new from Stone this this time yeah, around. Stone, well, the, the problem with Stone is what Stone has Stone Country Fair going on mm-hmm. like next week. Yeah, um, so everybody have fun at that. It will be over by the time this show comes out, so there was no point in really talking about it. Oh, um, okay. And we've talked uh, about it before. I yeah, think. the other thing that's going on, I believe, in the next week or so is Clinky Mayhem is going on. Oh down gosh, in- it's right. Carlsbad with Joni and uh, Joni Berkowitz and uh, Heather Wells and Christina Lucas Francis. And, um, I, you know, I was on, on and off about going to that and, and, and I'm bummed, but I just mm-hmm. decided I, you know, with everything else going on, it's probably a little, you much. know, I decided this a while ago, obviously, but yeah. you know, I couldn't have gone anyway now. So yeah, that's right. Miss it again. <laughs> well, we hope everybody has a good time at those two events. You know, it's so nice to see everybody getting out again and going to. There were like yeah. three big shows last weekend that looked like they were a lot of fun. Oh um, yeah. So uh, next this coming weekend is. Uh, Are you kidding me? Um, yep. In Pennsylvania, so that'll be a good time with uh, the Kellys and Heather uh, Heather B. I'm, yeah, I'm going to but- screw up her last name. <laughs> um, but yeah yeah i've been seeing that one ramping up on my feed all over the place yeah um yeah so uh stone's also uh finalizing um art of the horse and we'll probably have more news on that next time yeah cool uh and then so we have sad news from copper fox um an official announcement that they are closing their doors um, they don't kind of, the way this sort of ended is it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be gone forever, but they are gone for now. I just, there were just too many hits I, with COVID and everything. I kind of took this as the final final, but I mean, they've said that I, before. They, they, I know they, they, there was some, there was something in here when I read, the, read it the first time that was just like, they weren't completely like they weren't selling every the business. They weren't selling all the stuff off. Oh, yeah. They were, you know, hanging on to it, which makes me think that they have hope. Well, whatever the case, it's sad. I hate yeah, to it is sad. lose a player out of the 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 field. It keeps, you know, choice keeps everybody honest. So yeah, and they had some really really nice stuff. They did, and they were working on some really nice new traditional releases. So it's kind of a it's kind of a shame. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. But I can, you know, I can see with inflation and material costs and everything, like. Oh, yeah. I mean, bigger businesses than them didn't make it through the last yeah. couple of years. Mm. Uh, in other, we've got Rytherial by Eva Rossiter as a new resin release. And Ugh, we usually this don't pings go, my buttons, man. Go, right? 
We don't really don't, you know, talk about every single release, but every once in a while we'll discuss something that makes us truly and Dalliance mm. is one of them. This is a beautiful dressage horse with lots of really uh great action and uh looks like he's got his haunches up under him and uh He beautiful. looks like a young horse though too, that kind yeah. of the way he's holding his front end. Yeah. Which I like. He's very like, cool. He's, you know, like he's not a Grand Prix guy yet, but you know, give him a couple of years. Yeah, he's He's baby. He's probably pre St. George. Yeah. He's nice. Like, gosh, do I need a, do I need another unpainted resin? I probably <laughs> don't, but, probably, uh, but. We say that and then we, we say, I don't need. I know. And then, I, then I don't know where they come from. They just show up. <laughs> I don't know what happens. It's just the box came in and had a horse in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it happened. Uh, on the China front, we have Horsin' Around has released Juggernaut. Uh, oh. And you can go look at him. You cannot buy the one because they have they sold out in like, you know, 22 seconds. Like well, they saw, it took a couple around. hours because it's all custom glazed. Oh, did it? Yeah, it was, oh, it was longer oh. than the OF horses. There are no OFs. These are 100% custom glazed They're all glaze custom glazed. Um, 50 wow. pieces. So yeah, it took a little bit longer. It's a little more expensive than the OFs are, but yeah, it, it was gone in a couple hours. I, I, I this is going to be some engineering to make this horse in China and ship it overseas is my feeling. Yeah. Like if they could pull it off, man, that's amazing. And it looks like they pulled it off at least twice. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine that Mac, you know, did the math and with it, with their, mm-hmm whoever is producing or, you know, making the molds or maybe he makes molds. I'm not even really sure how it goes, yeah, how it know. happens over there, but yeah, I, that is a, a physics feat. If you ask yeah. Me. It really, it really, really is. Huh. Uh, it's just Linda so Walter- funny. I think our hobby that like people will poo poo and like, I'm sorry, but the things that like the ceramics artist artists and the resin artists are what they're casting is like it's amazing. Yeah. Even the injection mold plastics are amazing. Oh yeah. Like they're they're so complicated and uh, I don't know. It's just I feel like it's something that doesn't get appreciated enough. No, but it's I mean it's art. I'm sorry. It's art. Yeah. Oh, I remember, absolutely. I remember Eleanor is struggling with what what kind of art would it be? <laughs> it was like the closest I think she could come up with was folk art. But I would argue that there's probably a whole new segment of art that'll go under collect you know collectors, yeah, like just collection art, right? And it's because sure. they're all so niche. People, you know, people that collect Barbie, people that collect Briars, people that collect, you know cereal boxes from the 20s yeah. you know that kind of thing people that collect star wars you know oh yeah hmm. uh linda walter's memorial plaque uh hung up in the miller barn at Altaria yes. on celebration wall yep with marnie Valerius's. so huzzah they got it yeah. done congrats yay yay um there's a 1964 article uh we have a link to it that's on the Model Horse History Project uh, Facebook page that features uh, Western horsemen um, talking model horses with a hobbyist named Virginia Orison. Mm. And you can click through and read the pages. Um, 
and uh, it, the 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 title is "Model Horses for Fun and Profit." <laughs> that's so funny. I'm like, it's such a, such a dated title. Really? But... Like, like I, who's doing that? <laughs> but it's got pictures of her and her collection and some of her yeah, prizes. and her ribbons and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's super interesting. I you know, super old school. Yeah, hilarious. Uh, finally, uh, I forgot to mention this earlier. It just occurred to me while we were talking. Uh, I got an email, and I'm sure you did too, from um, Lynn Fraley, who uh, was oh, yeah. announcing another new person on the resin casting scene uh, yes. called Red Shed Resins in Nampa, Idaho. Kelsey Rogers uh, of, Red, uh, of Red Shed Resins and assisted by her husband, Nolan Prescott. Uh, yes, it sounded like Barry is starting to step back yeah, a little bit. And Barry is has been the one mentoring them. Barry uh Barry being Lynn's husband. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. So, so with da- that's uh, cool. with like, coming step back, back, but there's somebody here to and Red Shed. Um hopefully that'll take some of the pressure off of Jen Ulp. Um Mm-hmm. So we are excited to uh, welcome them into the hobby world. Huzzah! And we have a link to yes. that on the blog. Huzzah! Hello! Huzzah. Nice. Okay, that's it for the news. We are going to take a break and we will be back with our interview with Fox Glory 123 or Poetry. Stay tuned. The Mares in Black Podcast. All right, and we are here today um, with Poetry, and you may know Poetry as Fox Glory or Foxtastic, Um, and they are the producer of Vengeance Reign, a model horse YouTube video series. Um, Tell us about that, Poetry, because like we're old, so we missed this. Um, Well, I'm Poetry. I grew up in Los Angeles, California, um, and kind of in Hollywood and that entire world. Uh, Yeah, my dad produced a lot of like animated shows for Fox. So I kind of grew up in that environment. And when I was about 11, I discovered Briar Horse YouTube. Um, (laughs) And I was just so blown away by everything that the girls were doing online and now if you look back on it it's like the cheesiest stuff we were recording with like handy cams and flip cameras in our backyard <laughs> but to me i was like it was like spielberg so I, that's what kind of ins- i mean that's kind of how spielberg started so. yeah seriously yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. you, so were you into model horses before like like when did you start collecting like what no or- i found youtubers first and that's oh, wow. what actually got me wow. oh wow yeah so I found the model horse YouTube first. It was a uh, Stormy Strike yeah. and Cinnamon are who kind of brought me mm. into that world, and that's how I started collecting. Um, yeah, and then when I was, I think twelve, I watched Game of Thrones, which was <laughs> not the best parenting choice. <laughs> uh, that's all right. We all have that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... My dad, my dad let me read The Shining when I was ten. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> not a good idea. Yeah, but that's kind of what I was like. It changed my entire world. And so I made up Vengeance Reign and decided to do Game of Thrones with horses. (laughs) Nice. So did you, like, when you started YouTubing, Vengeance, was that, like, the first thing you did? Or did you just do the kind of cheesy stuff before and you were, like, doing collabs with your buddies or whatever? Or did you, like, go straight into big budget 
<laughs> no. no, I actually had one series before that. My first one was Empathy. And if you, the Model Horse YouTube community has like phases and eras. So during that era, it was like barn movies and <laughs> like horses with magical powers. Okay. So that's kind of what that show was. And then when I, Vengeance Reign was the first one that was like medieval and they're in castles and had costumes and everything. And so that started the entire new era that it's still in today that, like, every series is medieval. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so talk about that a little bit. Like, did it start out as just kind of amateur stuff? And then do you know yes. the face? And, and did it matured as the, as the people that were filming it did? Yeah, totally. So it, it just started out with me by myself and my sets were like a piece of cardboard with bricks yeah. like painted on it. <laughs> and it just over time grew just every episode I got better at making movies, you know. Yeah. And nowadays it's I have like a crew of 50. And so really? I really yeah, <laughs> I have That's like amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of people involved. So a lot of the girls who were like the original voice actresses, we are all like friends to this day. They've been working on the show for 10 years now. This year's actually the 10 year anniversary. Oh, wow. wow. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, but some of them, they fly and drive down here and we do like boot camp for like a month straight of filming. I've just got like six girls in my house and the horses take over and <laughs> so we film. Um, and then we've got a team of translators, VFX artists. We have over 35 wow. voice actors. Yeah, um, I think Josh, my uh, partner, put in to be a voice on Vengeance Rain at one point. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That, yeah, I was like, I, I was like, honey, you're, you're 45. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love I him on. That's we a little take creepy. Everybody. <laughs> no, we take everybody. <laughs> yeah, he has a really deep, gravelly voice, so he thought he would lean gravitas to it. A good villain or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he would love to be a villain, I think. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so, I'll have to get him in an episode. He can have a cameo. <laughs> so I know you I know you work with Snoopy a lot, who we've had on the show. We did a we did a youth thing with um them, like right when we started, like five years ago. Yeah. So Oh wow. I she was still in high school and uh we had her and um uh Briar Trot um oh, cool, on cool. and you know they were you know, lamenting the the horse girl label in high school, and we were just like, just get out of high school. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah, just, just have high to school is it. such embrace a small part of your life. Yes, just embrace the horse yeah, girl. Through it. Um. So, um, you've talked about your journey. Uh, what was the concept? Obviously, Game of Thrones, but what like is that the whole of what it was? Was there anything else you were trying to get through that content? Yeah, I think I was using it I, I was going through a really tough time when I was younger and I used a lot of vengeance reign as like an outlet so it's game of thrones was the outline for sure. it all mm -hmm. but I put myself and like stuff that I have been going through so deeply into the characters and everything and it was kind of my way to just get everything out without even talking about it you know I could just go to this really dark up world and <laughs> get it out right. through the horses <laughs> but yeah so I think a lot of just like my personal experiences are injected into it along the way which is pretty dark but 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, you but know, kind that's... of putting yourself into that kind of stuff, I feel makes it a, a like more genuine for right. your audience because they can kind of get man. that even if they don't get it. You know? Yeah, totally. That was I, and I get those messages all the time that people were so invested into it because they saw themselves in so many mm. of the characters and just the storylines and everything like that. So what do you, I mean, let's talk about the, the, the model horse YouTube movement as a whole and you in particular as Fox glory. Can we talk about how big it was at one point? I know, um, I know Snoopy is my horse did a discussion at one point about how YouTube kind of had this huge Zenith and then started going downhill, but you say you're still filming vengeance rain. So can you kind of talk through the, the salad days, if you will, of, Model Horse YouTube, where we're at now, and what the cultural significance of Vengeance Rain itself is. Yeah, um, I mean, back in the day, Model Horse YouTube was absolutely huge. Like, I Briarfest was like the one place that I was a celebrity. Like, I couldn't go like fifty feet without people <laughs> trying taking pictures with me, and like people were crying when they met me. Yeah, I mean, being model horse famous just for us is a little weird. And we oh, yeah. Kind of, if no <laughs> one hears our voices, we can kind of move around without anybody knowing us, yeah. knowing who we are. So yeah. I like you and Infinity Briars and some of the really yeah. big personalities, Stormy, just it's crazy. Uh, like model mm. model horse fame is crazy at Briarfest. <laughs> yeah. Super crazy. I keep joking that I want to go to Briarfest like dressed in a Spider-Man suit sometimes. So that <laughs> <laughs> just get a big floppy hat and sunglasses. Like, yeah. it, like in just, incognito mode. Yeah. That was like that chick that's on the Mandalorian as the armorer actually ran around to her con dressed as the yes. armorer and no one knew it was her. <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. Um, But yeah, I... I don't think YouTube is, it's definitely hit a drop and a decline. And I think the people making content maybe, or, and the people watching it, I don't know what kind of, what happened, but. Well, I mean, clearly, clearly you guys grew up, you know, you got out of high school, you had different interests, you went to college and, and yeah. I'm just curious why you don't think it kind of picked up after like. Like we see waves in the hobby, like yeah, you know, totally. we were all into NAMSA and public service and all that kind of stuff. And with the next mm -hmm. generation, that's you know, showing and being competitive is not as important, you know. So yeah. I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that. Well, I know definitely the audience is growing up, but I've noticed on my videos nowadays, all my like fans are still there. And they're just older now, so it's given me more free reign to make content that I feel like can age with me. Like, mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. am so over the, like, very fake, peppy kind of persona that I had when I was a kid to make kids content, you know? Right. And so now I'm able to, like, drink beer on camera. And that's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. But um, so it's, it's been nice just hearing from my audience that like they're all older too and like looking at my analytics there's less than three percent of my fans that are under 18 nowadays which yeah. is exactly where i want to go yeah. with my stuff so i think maybe there's less people in the hobby but it's it's cool that they're growing up with me too you know so uh, so talk through um a little bit about what happened with the hard drives and everything like explain it to me like i'm five for the audience 
Yeah, so I have never had a good time with hard drives, uh, honestly. Yeah, um, mood. So, yeah, it's their mechanical hard drives. And luckily, nowadays, they I can get a solid-state hard drive, which is what we're going to do in the future. So there's not moving parts and everything mm-hmm. inside. So it basically just one of the arms that like makes is supposed to read the data on the disks came out of the track or something and the data recovery company says that it was a severe mechanical failure um yeah which is not good so Mm. they gave us an original quote of three thousand five hundred dollars and actually We there got a bunch of good updates today that I can give you too. Oh, good. So I talked to one guy there. I told about the fundraiser. Shout out Steve, and he knocked off five hundred dollars from the oh, price. Good. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we got our final quote, and it's going to be like three thousand and eight dollars. And our GoFundMe right now is at like two point three. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, not so much we are more to push super over. close. Yeah. And I just got the call today that they recovered it all. And it, it's oh, yay. Like, so yes. how, sa- how saveable is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. They told me that they got everything. So, so is this uh, the entire series that this is saving? So it's the next five episodes that we've been working oh. on for three years now. And there's, I think if we didn't save it, I don't know that I would continue. Um, because yeah. we've spent years on just these five episodes. So... Uh, yeah, that would have been a massive blow. Oh, yeah. Just because they come out here all the time to film, like, that's cost oh, us yeah. so much money to be able to do that. These five episodes are 180-something pages that we had to shoot. Um, so it was quite the effort. I mean, some scenes, like, will take us hours. There's one yeah. scene that was a 10-page scene that's, like, a huge battle sequence. And, like, it, it's absolutely crazy. But it took us 18 hours to film. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, it's it was a very intense process. So I don't think I would have had the motivation to keep going if I yeah. lost all of our years of work on these five episodes. Yeah, that's understandable. So yeah. so take us through how that works. You you write a script, right? We all get that. When people come in to shoot, I'm assuming you go outside or you have a set somewhere that you groom and set up and then you shoot right and Mm -hmm. then there's post and the voice acting comes after that can you walk through the whole yeah so my friend emma and i she's my producer so we get together and have like a writing weekend we like to do it in chunks so we did these five episodes and we'll basically plot it all out like starting down from the big plot points that we want to go through and then break it down like what scenes need to go in each episode to get to those plot points then i'll go on my own and i'll write it all and have to write the scripts then the scripts goes out to the actors and they all record while we're in our like shooting phase um and then all the girls come so megan snoopy um and then my friend rory and then avi and emma all come down and we film and it takes a ton of time uh the sets just keep getting more elaborate we had to build one that took me like weeks but uh oh my god it came out amazing but anyway (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah then we film and we usually can do it with us but some scenes we like to have like eight 
to 12 people on set moving horses. So we've got like 10 hands in the set moving horses at one time. Oh my gosh. And uh, yeah, we just kind of recruit all of our friends to do that with us. And I'm like, hey, you guys want (laughs) to come play with some horses in the woods? Want to be in a movie? (laughs) (laughs) Do you shoot like movies and tell, like, do you shoot out of sequence so that you can get your your whole set, your your wide angle, then you do your medium shot? Your like, do you handle it like an actual almost stop motion sort of deal? Yeah, we'll do that. Like, we'll do a wide and run through the whole scene, like if it's a dialogue scene, and then we'll do a tight and run through it. When it's something more choreographed, like the fight scenes and stuff like that, we'll shoot in order of the shots just so that we don't miss anything. Right. Mm -hmm. Like any little tiny movement that we need. And also so that, like, for continuity, because if everyone's moving around and fighting and everything, we don't want someone to jump to a crazy place in the frame. Yeah. Um, And then I do all the editing and I eventually need to hire more editors because it's getting to be a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And then my brother composes everything, actually. Yes, I knew that. I knew that. Yes. Yeah. So he's super talented. And so I'll do like a rough cut, send it to him, just give him a couple notes and he kind of runs free with it because he's deep into it already he knows the vibe so oh he, that's so awesome that's kind of how my partner is it like he just got because yeah. he's an audio editor right so we, i was just like well of course you're gonna help us with that <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome yeah. <laughs> yeah and then translators get the scripts and subtitlers do their thing and send over shots to the VFX artists and it all slowly comes together. Do you do uh, closed captioning and stuff like that? Like, do you do hearing impaired? Yes. Yeah. I think, I don't know if the first season has them done yet. I have to go back and do them all, but the first season is like six and a half hours of content that I have to go back and recaption everything because the automated translations with how complicated all the names are and everything. Mm-hmm. It has no idea what to, <laughs> to say. <laughs> so talk to me about the costuming, because that's the first thing. Like when I started get, going down the rabbit hole of YouTube, you you were posting these magnificent pictures of model horses in like robes, like Ned Stark and yeah. people in King's Landing would wear. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? I love this. Yeah. So most of so the dresses are all done by Emma and she's just super talented um I just kind of tell her my vision and then she's like okay leave me alone and I'll go do it like um and then all of our metal work is done by Rory um and she makes some crazy armor and a lot of our crowns which are super sick and then <laughs> another girl, Renee, she used to go by a Crystal Moon Warrior, but I think she deleted her YouTube channel. She does uh, some of our armor and stuff like that, too. I am not great at costuming, so I kind of call on the community to help me with that. And that's like another thing is that I love about Vengeance Rain is how community oriented it right. is. Like our props, our costumes, our voices, like is all submitted by the model horse community. So, I mean, it's my show, but it has so many people's work in it. You know, it's it's not just me at all. That's awesome. That is cool. So, so what's the future of model horse videos and Vengeance Rain? I mean, I, I'm seeing a lot of content, um, model horse wise, on TikTok, but of course. You know, it's much more vine-like in content. It's not really a yeah. story. 
like a massive storytelling platform. So where do you see it going? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay to say I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. Because TikTok's also trying to push people to do longer format stuff, um, which is, in my experience with TikTok, like, if your my videos do great if they are under 10 seconds right. like those are the ones that do really well anything that's longer it drops off quick yeah, and, and TikTok, you know? you know wants to be do people beyond 10 minutes and that's not what people are on tiktok that's for. not what people are no. on tiktok for no. yeah i mean that's what youtube's for right. and then youtube's trying to get us to do shorts right <laughs> everybody wants everybody else's business and then, uh, and then you know, let's not and, get, and, let's not even get into Instagram, right? Because you can't like if you post your TikTok stuff to Instagram, it says TikTok on it. They actually suppress it, and I'm like, come on! Yeah, Did you Instagram say the new just, terms from TikTok uh, from uh, Instagram? I was like, are you guys nuts? I didn't oh, see them. No, I uh, haven't. They, they sit out every once in a while on any of these social platforms. Yeah. You'll get some of the guys that are inside the algorithms and the terms of service and stuff like that, and they'll talk about you know one of the creators came out and said this is what they're telling you will boost your videos and it was like a, the 10 commandments of instagram and it was like oh you God. can't no you can't transfer videos and you can't nope. do this and, you, and it was super restrictive right it was and, you know creatively yeah and i was just like well that's a good way to kill your platform well it's just yeah. it's just it's just like let me make one a video i mean, i'm not doing this for money i'm doing this for fun let me make one video and i can post it in multiple places not i have to shoot three for the same three times right yeah you know yeah 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 i don't uh, social media is kind of killing itself (laughs) they're all shooting themselves in the foot they really are (laughs) like and also i said aren't they trying to ban tiktok too yes yes yeah although that that the the ceo went on up to congress and uh he he talked about the ins and outs of tiktok and it, it kind of went away for a while, so I don't know. I mean, it'll probably. Come I mean, back honestly, up in the election. it's it, it, yeah. I don't. It, I think it's a thing they scream about, and, and really, if we're going to scream about invasion of privacy, Mark Zuckerberg, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Zuckerberg, looking at so, you, like my, So here's my take on it, and, yeah. Uh, and I work with some olds, right? That are like some, oh, the some Chinese, older olds than us. The Chinese <laughs> are taking our crap, right? And I am an old, and they're. My olds or contemporaries are older. Mm. And um, what I think is really behind it are, are two things, right? You want the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world and the Elon Musks of the world that have other social platforms. TikTok is taking their audience and taking it big time. Mm-hmm. Um, so they want them out of the way. And, and a good way to do it is go through the, the foreign, you know, invasion thing, because they're all in your data selling it. it uh, oh, yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Can we talk about the whole Analytica scandal during I mean, the last tw- election? Twitter, yes, yes. Twitter so. also has a thing where they're like, if you post anything creatively on Twitter now, you are basically signing your rights over and they right. can scrape your right. stuff. Um, the other yeah. part of it is politically, because TikTok has now become how young people get their news and how they rally mm-hmm. and how they come around issues. And typically, when people are younger, um, that's liberal. So... You the the whole you know oh it's naked girls dancing and the Chinese and oh my god you know is a real motivation to get it shut down here so um, because they think youth won't find a way around that right. which I yes, find yeah. hilarious because uh, they, they'll just find another platform you yeah moron, they'll just go but, somewhere else yeah. but yeah, yeah so I mean I I TikTok 
when guys talk about all I see is dancing young girls on this, I'm like, that's the algorithm. That's you, not not that's yeah. your problem. Right. Oh, so I get I get a lot of cats. <laughs> I, I get cats, and I I watch um, Drew Affalo, who is uh, who is a feminist on there. So I get all these, you know. Man hating video, <laughs> oh um, and cats, and Gave lots of cats. Yeah, yeah. capybara. I, wasn't capybara talk for a no, while? Capybara that was good. Talk I is love great. capybara talk, and I'm on book talk. I love book talk. Yes, I feel like I can't go on TikTok because when I do, I just get sucked in for hours. No, it's like such a time I can't waster. just do like a casual TikTok watch. Like it's a unhealthy binge, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I so like um when it when I first started getting into it, I would I would be like, "Oh, this is amazing, right?" And I'd look down and 2 hours had passed and it was just yes. like holy crap. <laughs> Literally. So I try and balance it out a little bit more. So um What's next for you? Like, didn't you kind of start a whole nother channel and a whole, like, didn't you do, was it you that did the makeup and stuff for a while? No. Okay. Who am I thinking of? Was it Cindy I have Mew no Mew? idea. Uh, Jamie is doing animation videos. No, she there has, was... like, a, a huge channel now, actually. Oh, that's awesome. There was mm. a hobbyist that did, that branched off into doing, like, self-care and makeup videos i can't remember huh. who it is yeah, um, no, I, I haven't heard of that i also am super out of the loop on the hobby like i dropped off the face of the earth for three years i don't know if you guys watched my like why i disappeared from youtube video mm -mm. um but i so i was in like a super toxic and abusive relationship uh, and um... it happened after i and i talked about all this on youtube so it's okay but um I got raped and oh, gosh. that kind of like changed the entire course of my life. And that's, yeah, I didn't want a will. camera on me mm -hmm. and like, yeah. and then I got into that really abusive relationship because my self-worth was so shot mm -hmm. after it happened. So it's, I'm actually very freshly coming back to YouTube at this point. Um, but I explained all that in a video to everybody yeah. that, I, and I, and that's why mm -hmm. I don't mind being poetry now too because i wanted to i felt like i became such a different person that i didn't know how to connect with my audience again so i wanted to fox and poetry to kind of come together again you know mm. but yeah so i'm very out of the loop i vanished <laughs> i mean understandable and i yeah I, you know it's brave for you to come out and talk about being a victim because you know a lot of women, especially my era, nobody talked mm -hmm. about it. It happened oh, no. all the time. Let me yeah. tell you. Yeah. In college, yeah. almost every girl I knew was sexually assaulted. So, yes. um, so and that's to get it I out felt, there and make yeah. men, women not stigmatized by it is very brave. And I think and I thank you for it. Yeah. And that's that's exactly what I wanted to do with coming out and talking about it. Cause if I I felt like if I had my platform, maybe me talking about it would help someone else who needs to absolutely. Too, you know? mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So what's next for you? What now that you're coming back in, you're feeling good, you're working on Vengeance. Looks like you're going to hit the goal. We need some more yes. people to donate, and we'll talk about the <laughs> fundraising info in a minute. But what are what's your life besides Vengeance Rain and the hobby? Um. Well, right now I work for a production company out in Roanoke. Uh, I live in Salem, Virginia, which is not the witch Virginia, or which is not the witch Salem. It's the lame one. 
Um, but <laughs> I have been to Salem. I used to live in North yeah. Carolina, so Salem's oh, pretty really? cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I love Roanoke. So cool. I used to live up in yeah. the mountains, so I love that whole ever area. Yeah, so that's where I live, and I work out here. Um, I'm actually doing a documentary. Do you, since you know about Salem, do you know Mac and Bob's? It's like no, little, I, I moved. It's... I moved out here like 15 years ago. So, mm. oh, okay. Yeah, so we're just doing a documentary, and it'll be like my first full feature movie that I'm working on, and I'm like the chief editor on it. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, and then my dad's also shooting a movie, so I'll be working on that. Um, but I just want to focus on youtube and really working on vengeance rain after these five episodes i think we still have another like 15 episodes to go so my goal is wow. just to be wow. able to finish yeah. the show eventually um but yeah i want to grind that out and keep working with the team hopefully make some money off of it so we can keep doing it yeah and it's not just a hobby um but yeah it's going to be a lot of production going forward <laughs> um so we kind of had the same thought just as i don't know if you've thought about this but and that's why we did a patreon because mm -hmm. we we don't i mean we want to make some money but we don't expect to ever make a living right yeah, so we just exactly. wanted the expense just wanted to, to pay covered, for itself right? and pay for our <laughs> yes. swag and stuff yeah. like that you know so we could do giveaways so you know that's been uh kind of a good deal for us yeah i was checking out your patreon too and you guys do re really well on there yeah and we that do. was that was giving me hope because we want to launch a patreon too that's like part of the reason mm -hmm. we needed this hard drive recovered because all of our patreon content was on it and uh -huh. i was like that's how i was supposed to make money <laughs> like, honestly, <laughs> honestly we were shocked we thought we were gonna get yeah. maybe 20 25 people and yeah our, our goal was 20 people and yeah we, and, we hit and, 100 you know, pretty quick God, we so have awesome. a whole, you know, we have a whole discord now that's full of people that, you know, have their chats and we do Zooms and we're going to do movie nights and we now have a that Twitch so channel that we're going to do gaming on. And yeah, that's, you so. guys have to play Star Stable. I so I downloaded Star Stable and played it um, one night for like two hours. And then I like it was super fun, but I haven't had a chance to go back to it. I'm not a huge yeah. PC gamer, I'm a console gamer, so oh gotcha. Except gotcha. for Diablo that is, that for is some not reason. the kind. Like I don't do well with games that give me chores every day. Like, dude, it's it's very grindy, and it's yeah. also very expensive. It's like the most expensive video game I've ever played in my life. What it's do they hit ridiculous. you up for? Just accoutrements and stuff like that. Like it's in-game purchases. Yeah, a lot, a lot of in-game purchases. And if you don't log on every single day, your horse will get depressed and be slow. And then it costs like $3 to make your horse not depressed oh. if you can't log in every single day. Yeah, that's yeah. like, no, that is not, not my that. kind of game. No, it hurts my feelings constantly. But I'm <laughs> I, used to, it. I used to play, I used to play this online, like web-based game and it's still out there. It was called Equine Ranch and, and it was, the hobby was playing it for a while because you could breed horses and it had a realistic um, color genetics database to it. Yeah. Um, the owner was kind of uh, wacky and oh. uh, drove everybody away. But it was the same kind of deal. Like if you didn't go in and like train your horses every day, they would get injured and then you would have to pay for layup. And I was just like, it was just dumb. And like, I finally yeah, got, I was like, I was like, like, I don't care anymore. I was like, like a Tamagotchi. Like, like it would die on yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh, and on top of it, too, the horses had pictures. And if you were neglecting your horses, the picture of the horse 
would slowly turn into like this, you know, bony ancient horse. And then other players would harass you about it. Yeah, it was like, I was like. That sounds like owning a horse was, with extra steps. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna let this go. <laughs> like, That's like, what never we should logging do. We again. should do a fundraiser to 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 like do a social horse game that's not terrible. <laughs> that, like, I feel ugh. like the model horse hobby could make a really good horse game. Yeah, I feel it could. Too. Like, well, technically, it's like one step removed. You just, yeah. it would be digital, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so maybe not on the stars table. <laughs> <laughs> Just play it to see how expensive. I'm telling it you, is. we should we and should do Mario Mario Kart night. Like, I think Mario Kart night would be fun. That would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Well, we totally should do that. But you gotta yeah. get you gotta get your hard line taken care of. I, I played Mario Kart online in the basement and was not a problem. Okay, well, we can give that a shot. And I and, and my, my getting a hard line into the basement, I I I keep asking. I do not know that's ever going to happen. So. You know, short of causing marital strife here, <laughs> I, you know, like I'm sorry, but it's it's hit a point where I, you know, that or I try an end run, or you know, with my father-in-law, and I don't think you know. I think my father-in-law would be into it, but I don't think anybody else would be, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a cable, like I know, but it's a it's a it's an aggravating thing. Anyway, <laughs> not a hill you want to die on. Not really, because I, I have been asking about this for six months now, and it's it has gone no further than the first time I asked. So there's some I don't know what the issue is. I don't think it's happening because I really wanted it in place before you know May twelfth. Yeah, and that was going on, and yeah. it, we've missed that deadline. <laughs> I mean, you literally just call the cable company and say, "Hey, I need a hard line," and they come put the hard line in. <laughs> have you met my husband? <laughs> yes, have I have. Him? That's why. That's have why I'm advocating him? for you to go talk to his father-in-law. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he'll do it. And my father-in-law do it. He likes me. Forty-eight friggin' hours. Too. I know he likes me. He he likes me. So, hmm. all right, let's anyway. talk about um, fundraising info, poetry for for Vengeance Rain. Where's the GoFundMe? uh talk about how much more you need and what what it's going to pay for yeah so the gofundme is uh i have a link to it in my instagram bio i have a video up on youtube about it um where me and the team just basically broke down the whole situation uh, our goal is now it was 3500 but thank you steve at drive savers got it back down <laughs> so it's going to our goal is 3000 now and we have we're at 2,395. So we're super close. Um, and they just said that they can recover. They recovered all the data successfully. So we're just waiting for my awesome. payment now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we only need, how much is that? Like 600 bucks left or something? Yeah, 700. Oh, that's down. so doable. Yeah. If you yes. go over, boo hoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, it's going to recover. Basically, what we lost is all of our Patreon content and our completely finished episodes mm. um, and a lot of our footage. Um, Excellent. But yeah, awesome news. <laughs> but but <laughs> it's all good now. Um, but yeah, so it was the five episodes that we've been working on for the past three years. That Ugh. was what was on there. 
and they're completely finished and literally ready to go and it died like a week before the episodes were supposed to start premiering. Oh my god. Did you just yes. like, did you like just it knows. Did it like Yeah, no, we were register on the Richter the scale fuck. like <laughs> Oh my god, no, we were freaking the fuck out. Um and it was in the middle of while we we're trying to set up our Google business drive too, where oh. we can back up everything in right, the cloud. Right, the cloud. Yep. And then obviously it became Mercury retrograde and life turned <laughs> <laughs> we know about that. Yep. We, ours, ours expresses itself on anytime Jackie is super cranky and tired, we can't get her sound to work. Like, oh no. It tests yeah, my internet her, her will, patience to the end of time. Yeah, Your my internet will work. The technology. My, yeah, my, my microphone won't stay connected to the thing for no, why did it disconnect? I don't know. We haven't touched it in a week. Why, why would it just randomly disconnect? Ah, oh, but it does. Yeah. Oh no. It's good time. All right. We're going to have all the information about Vengeance Rain, Vengeance Rain on the internet to the GoFundMe, um, Instagram for Fox uh, Poetry, and um, on our blog where you can find the stuff and um, help help a girl out, y'all, because yeah. we need to yes, see the please. next five episodes. <laughs> um, they put so much work into this, as you heard. So. You know, we just, we, we want to recover that data for them so they can continue on. Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to toot your horn about? Uh, not really. You could watch my vlogs on my YouTube channel. They're very R-rated. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's about it. I just be doing horse things. Be doing horse nice. things. Yeah, that, I mean, that's kind of how it works. You you do horse things when you're a child. You go to high school and you try and hide it, except Jackie didn't, but everybody else did. And then you get out of school and you're like, oh, where are the horse things? I need those back in my life. And you do <laughs> yes, those for the rest exactly. of your life. <laughs> yeah. Once a horse girl, always a horse girl. Amen. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, darling. We really yes. appreciate you coming on and talking about um, Vengeance Rain. Um, it is an honor to have you here. Thank the you guys Fox for having Lori. me. Uh, I, to me, it was an honor that I'm on here. I'm so excited. <laughs> we, are, we are little fish in your pond. So, yeah. <laughs> No, not, not in my heart. <laughs> Bears in Black. We're back with Instagram in progress. Um, our first piece is Star Star Studios. This is in progress pictures, but it's for sale now. Um, yeah. It'll probably be sold by the time this comes out. But this is a Pierre. I've it, I've done, put this horse on Future Friday. Yeah, at least we once. love it yeah. so much we can't stop talking about it. Um, and it's a uh, graying out uh, early process, Perch. so it's super dark. Um, and just this is a masterpiece. This this horse and he's got is, like green and purple ribbons Stunning. and he comes with tack and he's just i just i want to cry every time the, I look the, at the herring on this horse you tell I, there's a lot of talk mm. in the hobby about uh this is a hair by hair and this is hair this also hair by hair a lot of the times you know not all of the time but a lot of the mm -hmm. times the hairs are out of scale right yep. Uh, yep. hair by hair is fantastic and it's a really great skill skill but you have to remember to keep it in scale to the model and this is this is ticked so finely. I don't even know how they did it. Like, like, I, I like there's pictures that look like this is it. a live horse. Like, yeah. I know it's not. And 
Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it is, it, it's just unbelievable. It's such an achievement. Um, lovely. And I am just preemptively, I hate whoever's going to get this horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Heather. But it's beautiful. <laughs> it is gorgeous. I hope it stays in Europe so it didn't beat all my stuff. You know what it reminds me of? I just thought of this. It reminds what? me of kind of the fine work that Liz Shaw did. This is, oh, this is yeah. like really rivaling Liz Shaw quality. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, it's just so pretty. Anyway, check out the, we have two links to the horse. Like she's painting the tail and the gray stuff and, and putting in the, the ribbons and uh, it's just unbelievable. God, so, so nice. So nice. Next up, we have a medallion from Vincent Longa of Da Vinci Creations. So this is his, uh, he did the, the Studio Thornrose Nerissa medallion. They had a contest. Yes. And he did Nerissa as Ursula from The Little Mermaid. It's amazing. It is. Yeah. One, it is amazing. But two, then he did a, a companion. The, uh, what's the other one name? The, Ta- the, uh, the baby Takeshi. Takeshi. Yeah, the little Toshi the little or whatever. Toshi. The, yeah, Toshi. He did Toshi as uh, Ariel. And Ursula has the shell and is taking Ar- Ariel's voice. And it's it's just. Damn, Vincent. It's so good. <laughs> like, it's so, it so good. good. Just the the Nerissa standalone is amazing. I yeah, like concept. Nerissa by herself is incredible. Yeah, but it's so good. So good. Like he redid the mane on it. Oh, yeah. God, I want to cry. He did it too for Chloe Bailey, which I really love. Yeah. Like Ugh. it's the, the, the Takeshi has, or Toshi has dreadlocks. Yes. Oh, that's yeah, Takeshi. Just, I can't remember the names of all the fish horses, yeah. but yeah, they're, um, but it's just, you just go look at it because this is just, yeah, incredible. it's just amazing. Good job, Vincent. Yeah. We like, we like, we like uh guess and ponies we talk about them every time but they always have something super special um they had a couple of neat things like yeah they've had a lot out. of it they had a they had a setup of all the pinto um saddlebreds that was really great yeah i like they that did all the tidy boo tidy bowl blue horses so that was also fantastic they also have all the versions of gilt edge like what the heck is that with the black sheep in the middle. I love yeah. it. Um, but this is a set of the straight up gold charm horses. So it's got uh secretariat and the gold Vallegro and the gold, uh, two older versions secretariat. of secretariat. Yeah. yeah. And then the, well, there are three actually. Yeah. There's actually like. three in there. <laughs> and then the, the newest vintage club gold classic secretariat. And then there's a gold, uh, gold charm, uh, stable mate trotting, Unicorn, unicorn and then there's the gold charm uh native dancer yep and oh and the gold charm uh brighty how do you forget the brighty i don't it cracks me up that there's three versions of secretariat <laughs> it's just let's just i bring, just look i'm like wait bring that out it's so funny because he's still the greatest race considered the greatest race horse ever so. oh I, I totally agree until someone uh, it, breaks his speed record yeah, that's, I think yeah, I think that's the way it's going to be too. That's a, another story. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. Next up, we have uh from Tiffany Rufo, 
the callbacks for Briar Value Guide Live, um, which those ribbons are nice. This was another thing I was supposed to go to that I had to cancel. Oh, no. Yeah. This is a nice group of horsies, though. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I wanted to show mm-hmm. how, like, that, this is in uh, Michigan, like an hour away from Detroit. And, you know, mm-hmm. that that area up there is hella competitive. And the, oh, what's yeah. on this table is people came for four or five hours to come to this show. And it's, the, you know, it's the competition is just cutthroat. Oh, so nice to look at. Look at that fidget. I love that people taking these videos of like champion callback tables. Thank you, everyone who does that. Yeah. Yeah, it's really great to see. I mean, we appreciate seeing your horses when they do well, but it's really great to see um, not only a, a whole collection of them. Yeah, you know, a collection of the callbacks and the champs, but also the people that are at the shows. It's always yeah. good to see that. Mm. Uh, fine. Finally, I love I, this doll. I love this so much. Um, Anne Field in Field of Dolls is putting sleeve tattoos on a doll, and I love it. I'm here for it. Yeah, they're they're really nicely done. I'm not sure how she's doing them, but plus she looks like Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. Actually, she does look like Lady Gaga. Um, it's probably I would think just printable stickers. You know, clear. I don't know. They're really fine. Yeah. They don't look like they stand up a lot either. Like no, no, she no, hand, like she hand paints her her Western show shirts. Like she hand paints those details on. Yeah. So I wouldn't be shocked if she's doing something like that no, either. No. Hmm. It's like I look. We're coming pretty, to get your secrets, and just yeah, FYI, wangle it out of you. We're gonna find or out. Or she could have she could have drawn it and scanned it and shrunk it. Oh, that's true too. There's so many things you can do with that now too. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. It's insane, Malone. It is in insane. the membrane, according to yes. Cypress Hill. Wow. That's good. <laughs> ways. Old school. <laughs> yeah. Hi, we're old. <laughs> so before we close the show, I went, I posted something tonight that I got a big kick out of. I, I was, I made this joke the other night. I know in, what this is. In, uh, in, uh, on our Zoom. And I said, you know, I've decided that there are three stages to the model horse uh midlife crisis because all of our friends like in really high amounts and i don't know if it's just influence or what go have gone through these stages like a couple of years ago before the pandemic everybody started falling overboard to get chickens right so all these you know and they're people our age you know 40s 50s stuff like that right a a few of the younger (laughs) you know stragglers that uh but mostly you know the ladies at lunch getting Chickens. So they were all getting chickens. Right. And, and then they all started collecting dead things and bones and, you know, just the whole, you know, look at this dead thing and look at that dead thing and, and look at this taxidermy thing. And yep. Like, you know, somebody bought a badger and somebody else bought a dead Somebody squirrel. brought a badger. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know who. <laughs> then, who was it? Christine Jordan was parading around with a fox stole or something <laughs> no it's a fo- it's a it's a fox but he's also yeah he's taxidermy but he's a puppet <laughs> like he has a resin skull and his his jaws move and stuff like that so he's not really a stole but he's not really a ta- right. like he, he's a soft body taxidermy yeah fox i'm sure he'll be at the resident renaissance again this year if yeah, you missed out I'm on sure. the fox i'm sure he'll be back um 
Yeah. And finally, I decided the third stage of, you know, all the fourth this, stage. The, you mean. No, the third. Oh, no, no. The third stage. I'm sorry. The third stage was, you know, <laughs> adopting a Mustang. A BLM yeah, Mustang. A lot of that going because, on. Because oh my God, I know twenty people now that have adopted Mustangs. Um, and what was the what was the bo- final boss level? The boss Heather? fight was was six cats or dogs or combination of thereof. Six. And there were a surprising number of those people too. I like, know. I saw I was, people. I was like, I'm like, oh yeah. I was like, crazy. really? I'm just going to take the piss out of myself and Mackenzie Purdy over this because, right? You know, we both. Oh yeah, no, you guys are freaking animals. And people piled on after that, like, oh, I'm yeah. in. <laughs> like, so many so many people have multiple cats. I'm like, wow. Yeah, like, Stephanie was like, well, I'm super bossing, because she's got, like, 15 cats. Yeah, I, was, I don't know if she counts. But um, <laughs> I don't know about that. So I'm like, I looked at this, and I was like, but I, I always liked Bones. Like, that was just part well, of the package. Well, first off, <laughs> it's, a, it's a joke. I know. Like people all. But in, I felt I wanted to belong. Thread, like, wow, that's not how my midlife crisis. I wanted to yeah. belong, and I was like, I want chickens, but I'm not allowed to have them. <laughs> um, my and my mother-in-law attempted to plot that, and my here, you know, her husband and my husband shut that the heck down. <laughs> because I can't have chickens in Bloomfield. But can she but in have Nutley? Them? You can have two chickens in Nutley. So we were like, we're going to get two chickens. And his dad I can have six chickens here. So you're not having two chickens. But I can't have them at the, I can't have them here at the townhouse because of the HOA. So yeah, no, we can have two chickens. I'm like, we get two chickens in the garage. Meanwhile, my gearhead neighbor can have a BMW with glass packs on it. That sounds like a freaking Barracuda from 64 is rolling into the place. But but... a rooster would be disruptive. Oh, I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to stick a rooster in his tailpipe. There you go. (laughs) But so yeah, yeah but, so so I, so I, I thought I'd get some some yeah. laughs and stuff, but now we did. I have a hundred replies on how <laughs> where everybody's you know, and then this of course is, the people with no sense of humor. Yeah, this is like the thread <laughs> that Jennifer uh, Buxton did about um, it was actually Angel who did it first, Missy Shaw, Missy Shaw, about, yeah. yeah, with the what model horse are you? That was hilarious. And then she did the what resin of mine do you want? And I wanted to participate I in that. I thought about doing and that. And then my... I was like, I really don't want to get broken into. <laughs> yeah, I thought about doing that. And I was just like, my problem is the resins are like all over the house. And that's a lot of. Well, mine are, most of them are behind me. But yeah. I just, you know. Bleh. I should have just thrown open the, my, my show horse cabinet and been like, here you go. I know who I'd steal. Who would you steal? Well, I'd steal satin back. Okay, that's fair. And then I would steal Genoveva. Oh, chump change. Mm. Yeah, those are good choices. They are. Yeah. Who would you steal a mine? Oh, gosh. I think I actually have to be standing in front of yours because that's not a great view. But I, I there's definitely candidates. Um, well, I've got. I would think I'm thinking about the Huttons, too. Yeah, I've got the Huttons and I've got um, Orinoco. I mean, oh, yeah, there you go. Orinoco. I would either take Orinoco or I would take Mid- Midnight Cherries Frost. I always like the color on that horse. Yeah, she's, he's, he's just a hot. Um, yeah. Also, we, you'd have to steal back your horse that you own half of. <laughs> oh, I keep forgetting about that horse. At some point, if you ever show again, I'll ship. I'll ship. I ever show so again. Yeah, I ever I got, show again. That's a big oh, I've effort. also got my Summer Prosser. I've got my QH1. 
I've got I have a QH one. I my Liz Boris Nahar. Yeah. I have his brother. Hmm. Hmm. Is it time to close the show, Heather? It is. It's time. Now that we've talked about theft. <laughs> Talk about crime on the podcast again. Crime and punishment. Oh, what else is new? Uh, so we need sponsors. Uh, well, we don't need them. But if you would like to sponsor a Briarfest show, we have two open. Um, mm-hmm. You can sponsor a show anytime, but Briarfest is coming up. I know um, they just announced everybody getting into uh, Artists, Artists Gallery, Gallery, either virtual or in person. So let us know mm-hmm. um, and we will uh, send you an ad package. Yep. Uh, don't forget we have Patreon, patreon.com slash mares in black. Uh, you can find us through that link or if you search mares in black or model horse podcast, I guarantee you'll find us. We will come up and we've been doing some fun stuff. We had a, a art zoom this weekend where we all just worked on projects. Yeah. Um, we're planning on doing like a movie night on discord and uh, we have a club exclusive micro by Maggie uh, Jenner Bennett, Bennett Jenner. Um, that right now everybody's voting on the style of Maine they want for it. So yes, I'm excited. We give you choices. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can subscribe to Mares in Black anywhere on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, and any other fine podcast purveyor. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch, but not Twitter because as we don't. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't want to go down in the garbage fire. Well, you know, it's like we've said before, it wasn't much of a loss. I think we had eight followers. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. Fine. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right. We're out of here. Uh, Hopefully we will get back on a more schedule now. Uh, It's the run up to Briarfest. So we will uh, probably have shows coming out fast and furiously. Yeah. Um, And we love you guys. Have a good night. Good night. Bye. Bye. The Mares in Black podcast, created and hosted by Heather Malone and Jackie Rossi. Written by Heather Malone. Produced by Heather Malone, Jackie Rossi, and Joshua Wessner. Edited by Joshua Wessner. Engineered at Two Ton Studios. Fulfillment enforcer, Jackie Rossi.